Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Attention, please. And now... It's Joining us this morning after a fantastic show last night, Chris Jericho from Fozzie. How are you, man? Uh, amazing. I'm happy to still be here in Green Bay. <laughs> well, it's not like you have too far to go because another show in Wisconsin tonight. But, uh, dude, it, it's, it's awesome to see you, and it's awesome to see Fozzie back on the road and, and kicking ass with some fantastic new music. Well, I mean, um, it's great to be back on the road, like you said, because... Uh, as we all know, it's been a crazy couple of years, but even more so now, um, everybody is ready to go back to rock shows again, which is great. So we went on tour in September and October, mm-hmm. and there was still a lot of people just not showing up as far as they would have tickets, but not come, still right. a little bit nervous. Uh, and now people are, are going to the shows, waiting kind of more to the last minute. I think they're kind of uh, just making sure that the murder hornets don't arrive. Um, <laughs> the murder making hornets. Making sure that the band shows up. Yeah, poor murder hornets. <laughs> they didn't get any due at all. They just no. got sweeped aside by everything. So, um, But I think everyone's now ready. Like, we want to go back to, to, to shows again. And you can see that with the, you know, the numbers that we've been getting. It's been awesome. Well, not even just the numbers, but the, the energy. The yeah. energy in the rooms. And, and I don't mean just last night, but I think in general, like, this has been been a crazy weekend for me on Saturday night. I went and saw Ministry, and uh, it, you couldn't move inside. The, and you've played the rave in Milwaukee before, but you right, could sure. you could not move in there. Yeah, and it was so loud and crowd surfing and moshing. And I'm like, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, and I'm probably gonna die. But man, I missed this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's the thing. There's so many bands going out now, mm-hmm. um, and you basically have to pick and choose. And when yeah, you, do you do that, when you have some skin in the game you know the crowd's always going to be a little bit more crazy and a little bit uh, louder and a little sure. hotter because they they want to be there. Yeah. And, and that's and that's great. Like I said, like because nobody was touring and now everybody is, you got to, you know, you got to make sure that you put on a great show because there's so much out there, so many choices. If they choose your band and your gig, you better make it a memorable one. Well, I imagine now that Fozzie uh, has been in the mainstream light for a little while. Uh, with a, with a couple of top ten radio singles, um, five consecutive. Ones. I was just gonna say, I know it's more than a couple, but I didn't have the math in front of me. Don't make me do math. This yeah, morning. <laughs> stats. Um, congratulations, though, because I think I think that's absolutely incredible, and it speaks to uh, not just the talent yourself, the talent of the band, and Rich Ward especially, who I'm always been a big fan of. But uh, um, y- you know, Fozzie's really been. It's awesome to see somebody, I think, from your background, be able to come into the rock world and it be real and make it work. And now here we are. Well, that's because I've always been in the rock world. You know what I mean? That's, I, mm-hmm. I, I've been playing in bands since I was 12 years old. So it's always something that, you know, in my mind, I was going to be in a rock band and I was going to be a wrestler. So like you said, here we are 30 odd years later. <laughs> it's and, just two and, things that, you know, for most people probably don't go together. Yeah, and it's so I know, awesome and that I just you didn't, did. I, people always had opinions of like, you'll never do this, you'll never do that. And I just didn't care. Like, why do you care what I want to do? It's it's yeah. my life. And, and this is what I kind of want to plan to do. And, and here we are doing it. So. You know, I've said this before, but I never realized how important rock radio was until we started getting played on rock radio. And right. the band has really grown since Judas, you know, which was the elusive hit single. And, and now with Sane and I Still Burn and Nowhere to Run, 
you know, it's three basically top ten singles from a record that hasn't even been released yet. <laughs> Throw in the fact that Judas has now gone gold, which in 2022 to go gold is a gargantuan uh, feat. And we did it, you know, and so that puts a lot of legitimacy on us as well. So if there's still anybody that that doesn't like the band because they don't like the fact that I'm in it, well, there's really not much more we can do. <laughs> what are you going to do, know, right? It's like we toured with Nickelback a few years ago, and they were just an amazing band. They The place was packed, and it's like people still don't like Nickelback. Well, what are you going to do? Like, there's they're a great band that draws huge crowds. We're a great band that has, you know, songs on the radio and a gold record. If people still don't like you, there's really not much more we can do other than that, and that's fine. <laughs> not everybody's going to like you. The best bands in the world are polarizing. You know, not everybody loves Guns N' Roses either so um, it's just it's been very cool for us uh, for vindication yeah. to get all of these you know numbers uh, the way that we've got them over the last little bit Listen, can I just say that I love you brought up I love the fact that you just brought up Nickelback especially given the fact that my brother Rob and his girlfriend Carrie are here watching right here. Uh, this morning because it's her birthday we want to say happy birthday to Carrie but she gives me so much crap about Nickelback all the time. It's not even funny. Um, great band. But here's here's this, and I'll say this story, 30-second version, right? In Vegas, uh, we're there for a radio convention a few years ago. Nickelback's playing. They come and do this uh, meet-and-greet thing, right, where you know you go meet everybody, and Nickelback's become sort of the joke by that point, right? Right. Except, you know, they're playing to 10,000 people sold out that night, but whatever. Who cares about numbers? Um, <laughs> and they come into this room, and uh, Chad comes over and says hi and just catching up for a minute, and it's been a long time. All of a sudden, next thing you know, every radio person in the industry that was at this event was lined up and waiting for a picture and an autograph. And I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I know. Well, that's how it works, man. When you get uh, when you get popular like that, people like you and some don't like you. Right. Like I said, it really doesn't matter either way. We just keep creating great music and doing great shows and yeah. let the chips fall where they lay. So you, uh, and I want to bring this up, and I know you and I have talked about this before, but uh, specifically for here, I want to say this because I think it's... Uh, I think it's a reference that maybe a lot of people don't remember or know, but uh, so your your wrestling career is going huge. You're in WWE at this point, da 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 da. Fozzie, well, WWF, I guess at that point, but Fozzie comes out. There's this whole story about you guys were locked in Japan for 20 years and everybody had stolen your music. Now, this is the first time a lot of us heard about this band, right? And you guys were out doing covers and uh, and you did them great and you released a couple of records doing that. Um, Bring us back to that time frame and explain that story and transferring that to what it's become. Well, I mean, it was just kind of a, a fun thing. We were just um, playing, you know, like any band does, you start playing cover songs. Mm -hmm. And because of who was in the band, Rich Ward from Stuck Mojo, who had some steam at the time, and right. Chris Jericho from WWF. We who, had who, who now never heard of him? What's that? Who, who now? Chris Jericho never heard of him. Yeah, never heard of him. <laughs> um, there was a, um, a bidding war for for a record deal yeah and we were like well we don't want to just release covers let's kind of put a story into it so we came up with that it was kind of a homage to you know blues brothers and spinal tap and sure. traveling wilburys and that sort of thing and you know lo and behold it kind of took off right right off the bat we did a documentary for mtv kind of a mockumentary sort of thing that was quite popular at the time and it was it was just a fun thing to do, and it, like I said, it, it it worked. And then we realized we really enjoyed playing together, and really enjoyed the chemistry that we had as as friends and as as a band. And thought, well, if we're ever going to continue this, why don't we just turn it into, you know, a, a original band? Mm -hmm. So it kind of was 
the starting point, and it's it seems like such a long time ago because that was basically over twenty. Years I was just ago. gonna say we're yeah. talking twenty five years funny, ago or right? so. Yeah. So when you look back to that, it's almost to me like it, it, it's not the comparison exactly, but it's almost like Pantera. And that there's two versions of Pantera. There's the original, you know, <laughs> the '80s metal hair metal magic. version. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, metal Pantera magic and priest makeup and you know teased hair and everything. And then Diamond Daryl, Diamond Daryl, yeah. And then they get Phil and become the Pantera that became legendary. Yeah. Um, and like I said, not that we're legendary like Pantera is, but it's a similar thing. We started off one way and then switched it to another way and had huge success because of that. It's uh, it, it's just such a cool story, and the covers you guys did weren't slouch covers either. I think that was that was part of well, it, right? I mean, you guys played band, some stuff. It, it, yeah, well, the the players in our band have always been great. You mentioned Rich Ward. I mean, he he's always, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's the musical director of the band, and we've always had great great lineups and great players. So there was nothing jokey about that. We could crush anybody's heads playing those tunes. Yeah. You know, and, you so did. That, and that's why it works, you know, is because the, the, the musicianship and the energy of the live show was always there. And it's there to this day in 2022. Uh, well, speaking of today in 2022, uh, new music obviously is coming. And, and uh, you, you just said, you know, released three songs from a record that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. So catch us up. Well, I mean, it, it, it exists. It hasn't been released yet. You know, the the, the um, so that's that's very cool. I mean, the record's called Boombox. And, you know, in this day and age, it's not like it was in the past where you put the record out and the, and the lead single comes out on the same day. And then, you know, you have six months to promote it. And then that's basically it. Now, you know, Nowhere to Run, which came out in, gosh, pre-pandemic, which seems like a million years ago. <laughs> I, think I think it was sep- a million years yeah, ago, actually. I think September of, 19, uh, of 2019, that was kind of the first song from the record. Right. Uh, and then Sane came out last year and I Still Burn just came out a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So it's more about releasing, you know, content. That's what everybody talks about is content, you know, is releasing the singles strategically so that the band is constantly being talked about. And then even now it's like you used to do the single and the video on the same day. That's not the, that's not the case now. Now you put the single out, you wait a couple of weeks and the video comes out. So it's constantly <laughs> a barrage of spinning plates. But once again, to, to make a, a, a stamp on rock radio, get into the top 10, get to the elusive top five or even to number one, you have to have a strategic plan. There's mm-hmm. a big chess game that you have to play. And that's part of it. Constantly having the band in people's mouths and minds keeps the, the recognition and keeps the, the, the song alive. Uh, you've won over a lot of people. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm happy and stoked for you and, and, uh, and for the band. Um, Thank you. A few years ago, you guys were here playing a, a festival that no longer exists, unfortunately, called Rock USA. Um, and at that show, you forgot a piece of clothing. So I do have to ask, if you need to borrow a belt, um, I got you. Oh, I, uh, I don't remember the story. What happened? Uh, well, you, what was it? And Rob, I know we were talking about this earlier, but um, you were, I don't know if you were wearing like an extension cord or something. You were using something else. Oh, like you had forgotten wow. a belt. Oh, the bus broke down. And then they, they, they sent the car to come pick you up. Oh, up was that just a couple years ago? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> now, of course, I, I remember that. Cause here's, the story's from the road, man. Here's, you know? here's, here's, so the bus broke down on the way to the festival, and they literally were able to fix it so that I could drive, I think, like 10 miles an hour or something. Oh, and it was one of those things where it's like, are you guys going to play today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bus is coming. We had everything set up. We had all the back lines set up, and mm-hmm. I was the only guy there. It's like, promise we're gonna have to cancel you guys they're on their way they're gonna the bus kind of is like the ultimate rock star move the bus pulled up 
everyone got off the bus and went right on stage, literally with like 30 seconds to spare. Well, yeah, because earlier in the day, you had done an interview with me, or maybe it was after the show. Something no, I think it was before exactly you played. Yeah. yeah, you had been with but, me, and like, and the, then the promoter was also there, and like, yeah, the band's well, The best part about it was coming. is that the bus ended up breaking down in a cornfield <laughs> about two hours outside of Belvedere, and we were trying to find oh a mechanics God. place, and this farmer had this giant mechanics garage in the middle of a cornfield. It was literally yeah. like children of the corn. Like if this if this was like the, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre family, we would have all been butchered and murdered and you never I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> but the farmer well, thank uh, God it wasn't. was such a good guy. He had a, a, a motor home that he had tricked out to almost be like a tour bus. Yeah. So we jumped in the farmer's bus. He gave us a ride to Belvedere did the gig and then he was like like I'll I'll give you guys a ride to Atlanta I I've got nothing going on I'll, I'll I need a vacation anyways so then he drove the entire band back to Atlanta in the in the in his farmer tour bus it was like the most random situation ever wow but that you know that could only happen on the road. Like stuff no, that no, all the time, right? <laughs> you can make that stuff up if you yeah, tried. You couldn't, you couldn't make it up. Um, all the content you have for future releases and books and movies and everything yeah, else. Exactly. Why not, uh, Chris? Jer- you still doing the podcast? Talk Absolutely. with Jericho. We just signed with Sirius, as a matter of fact. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I never uh, heard of Sirius. We don't talk about them here. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's a big, it's a big uh, conglomeration, shall we say? Uh, so yeah, just it's a good little for, bit. It's good for That's the, awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been going good. It's been nine years almost now. So. And uh, and are you are you done with wrestling officially? Because I know you you've been you obviously up, on like, break you gotta, from you AEW. Gotta read Wikipedia, have you seen? I'm not reading Wikipedia doing? for nothing. My goodness, dude! Is there? I'm not Loudwire, and we're not doing we, fact we or fiction. We started a whole new wrestling company a couple of years ago called AEW. That's the hottest. No, no, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Is a, is it within yeah. AEW? Because you've obviously yeah. been out of that for a little bit doing this. No, no, I never. Are you coming back? We, we only work. Uh, we do five shows a week, and we have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. So okay. I still do dynamite every Wednesday because we only. We oh, you only, do. Yeah, every. Because you're yeah you're doing announcing right, as well, aren't you? Uh, on Friday nights. I'm doing Friday nights you're doing. Okay, <laughs> I can't keep track, dude. There's so many wrestling shows. It's ridiculous. you still doing radio or? No. Gotcha. No, I quit. Okay, cool. Um, that's why I do mornings now. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> anyway, Chris, it's uh, it's been fantastic to have you here, man, and it's always good to see you. Yeah, man, it's great, and hopefully next time we play a festival in Green Bay, our bus will not break down in cornfield, <laughs> and we'll be able to uh, prepare more. No kidding. Safe travels, my friend. Cheers, man. Carter's Rockcast. Don't forget to tune in. Exactly. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.